0: Hello, 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 and welcome to episode 3 of the Alan's Accessible Adventures Podcast. My name, of course, is Alan, and this is the podcast in which we're going to be talking about The Late Late Toy Show, because if you're listening to this on the day that comes out, The Toy Show is also tonight. Now, for those of you who don't know what The Toy Show is, basically it's uh, kind of like an irish right of passage like if you don't watch the toy show are you even irish but for those of you who may be outside of ireland listening to this today i guess i'll just explain the late late toy show comes from first of all a regular like late talk late night talk show called the late late show and it's hosted by somebody who's just a regular regular kind of chat show, but once a year they do this thing called the Lately Toy Show, where they like Christmasify up to the, the studio, they have like a bunch of musical guests they give out like prizes to the audience and then most of all, like there's there's, there's kids and they, they show up what like their most impressive or most wanted toys that Christmas or whatever um, yeah, and it's basically the most watched TV show in Ireland, super hard to get tickets for. For today, the story that I'm going to be telling you is the time that I was actually on the toy show, along with a bunch of other stuff. So basically, I was on the toy show in the Pat Keddy era, like Pat Keddy was the Prince do for the time that I was on it, I believe. 2007, 2008, it could have been 2006, either. the point is that it was over a decade ago, uh, I was quite young then, but anyway, I was going to be in the bike section, because if you don't know the format of the show, it's like toys, 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 and then they've got like a few segments that are always guaranteed in between the random bits of toys, and that's the bike section. I believe there's also a farming section So it's, you know, it's, it's really Ireland when there's a, a farming toy section So there's the, there's the bike and like, they call it the ride on section Cause it's all like, I guess the like, pedal tractors and like pedal stuff And basically basically stuff that, uh, stuff that you can uh, like transport I guess I don't know if I'm English this correct, but uh, I'm good at English, I swear. Um, but anyway, yeah, there's the bike section, there's the whatever, and then there's the, like, music and, and the prizes and all the rest, but anyway, I was in the bike section, um, I got picked, um, I was one of the first, if not the first, disabled person to appear on the show period, and also in that section. In the years, like, after me, there's been at least one disabled person in the bike-slash-ride-on section, and there has also been more disabled people throughout the show. I'm slightly jealous of sometimes they have disabled people in the uh, video game section, and then nobody who knows me would know but that that would be more my, my speed in the in the bike section, speed, no pun intended there, but anyway, uh, I was riding my own little adaptive bike because before I had uh, the surgery that kind of knocked me for, knocked me for six, I, I used to ride a little like adaptive bike with like straps and stuff and all, and all safety stuff so I couldn't fall off and stuff. But yeah, basically, I, I wrote that in a toy and um, one day when I was in my, like, place where I get physio, I think it was, like, my physiotherapist, or occupational therapist, or, anyway, one of those fancy words to do with disability, I'm sure, any disabled folk out there kind of know what I'm talking about, but anyway, there's lots of, lots of people involved in Karen and, and, and I, I guess maintaining you is a weird word but kind of looking after you I guess kind of but they, they were they mm-hmm. said to us one day that like they were looking for disabled people for a show and I said I'm like well, well we think Alan will be kind of good for this so basically yeah that's kind of how I kind of got selected for it and then and then the night of the toy show, I was actually in in school, they do do some stuff during the day, like rehearsals and like uh party run around, whatever, but uh, and I think looking, I mean, at the time, obviously, I would have liked to be there all day, but looking back at it, I know then now that when I got to the studio, everybody was absolutely like wired on sweets and sugar and, and ultra hyper and stuff. That it's it's probably for the best that uh, that I didn't go. But anyway, um, after school went home, got changed out of the school uniform into like I remember kind of and it was like a red it was like a red reindeer cardigan with like beige, not like beige kind of trousers. And uh, I can't remember shoes, but I usually wear pretty generic kind of black shoes. So possibly those, but then possibly they could have been boots, because I used to wear, I used to wear P.I. boots when I was, when I was younger, or however you say that. But I, I don't know. The point is that, that the trousers were, sorry to kind of keep bringing musical theater into this, but like, they were dear Evan Hansen, like Evan, Evan kind of colored trousers. If you know what the clothing for Evan in that show, just give everybody context. And we're totally not trying to fill for fill for time in the podcast. But anyway, go got home, got changed for that, put the bike in the car, put me in the car, and drove off to Orte. When we got to Orte, I, I, I remember quite a few few bits that like the outside of the studio was decorated all like christmasy and there was there was a queue of of people obviously because if you don't know it's 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 really hard to get into the audience for the toy show like there's 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 a lot of that you can enter for for the main late light show like the normal talk show and then there's a separate lotto for the toy show, but the separate lotto for the toy show, man, that's, that's hard. Like, some people are on it their, their whole life trying to get into the audience of the toy show because if you get into the audience of the toy show, basically, there's like this famous saying that one of the presenters, whoever the presenter is that you will, will say, Oh, Jill, Jill, to like this toy because there's one for everyone in the audience and then like everybody everybody goes home with, with, with one of those toys kind of like I've never seen Oprah Winfrey but I'm just trying to relate to the American people I believe she's like you get a car you get a car you get a car I think that's kind of like that but anyway we're getting off track, the people were queuing outside to like get into the studio and we went we went past that, we went into the reception. And as we're going into the reception, a singer called Blond Stewart, he came in and said, "Howie, are And uh, I, I didn't know yet, but apparently he was like mad famous or whatever. Of course, of course, I know now that he's, he's famous, but at the time, you have to remember, I was like six or seven, so I didn't really know much. But I can't, I can't remember what the like main reception area looked like. But I remember two like wooden double doors that we brought the bike through, and then and then we're going into the, kind of like the backstage area, and um, there was all like the toys lined up for the like um, what they were gonna using the show and a little bit of an insider kind of tip I guess is that all the toys are already turned on so I I find it funny. Yeah, every, every year that you watch the toy show the first thing the first thing that kids do when they're when they're kind of like testing the, the toys as they go is flip them flip the switch, what I think is on, but then like, it never works, but that's kind of the fun part of the, of the toy show when things go wrong, but anyway, toys, toys, toys lined up, I also remember McFly were performing, the, the, at that point, uh, McFly was really big at that point, I, I think they still are, or they're making a the comeback, or whatever, at the time of at the time of recording this, uh, Tom Fletcher's wife, Giovanna Fletcher, is in the I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here, jungle! For this year, so if you're listening to this in 2020 and I'm celebrity still on, go G. I think you'll you'll do you'll do great, fellow uh, fellow podcaster. Although not on the same scale, but podcasters nonetheless. But anyway. Yeah, McFly were McFly were uh, performing and and they were doing their sound soundcheck, so they weren't like uh, I guess properly playing. They were just kind of like doing the doing the testing. And one of the lads was playing with uh, a remote control car, and he was like driving it past me, and I was I was watching and stuff. Unfortunately, I don't remember which one of, which one of the lads it, it was, but I. I just remembered them—the name, the name McFly—being performing on the show that night or whatever—and I remember them being McFly, but I don't actually remember seeing them because I think I was more focused on the uh, on the remote control car. It was like a little kind of truck thing, but anyway, it's funny how I noted. it. I remember more about the car. Than didn't do the celebrity, but anyway, there we go. But uh, we were looking at the toys, and I was kind of mesmerized by this tickle me. I cause I was like mad into Sesame Street uh, at the time. So yeah, when wonder if like the production or whatever, I noticed this, and it was kind of like showing me how to tickle me almo or whatever worked. And then as as he was doing that, Pat Kenny, who was the presenter at the time, came over and introduced himself, uh, told him the name and whatever and I honestly it was over a decade ago. So I don't really remember much of that conversation. But I remember like looking at the Me Elmo with him and whatever and that's that's important for later on in the story but anyway I don't remember that much after that I remember like seeing seeing the setup for uh, for Dustin the turkey obviously the Dustin wasn't there at that point but I remember that year he was kind of in like a a circus kind of not a circus but like a a yellow or not a yellow but like a, a red and white kind of like tent thing, you know, the stereotypical kind of circus, whatever, because, um, yeah, that's how this movie needs to focus on, or needs to function, I'm not going to spoil the magic, but I'm pretty sure, like, you know why he needs that kind of tent, but anyway, um, we're gonna, we're gonna skip a bit forward here, because, like I said, my memory is kind of, kind of a bit, askew from that night but anyway i then went into like a canteen area i can't remember i think we went to the shop beforehand or maybe we didn't or maybe it was it was there or whatever but i remember eating a chocolate yolk and a chocolate juice um and yeah just watching watching the kids on the show playing with their toys there was there was this mad like drum set like digital kind of drum set thing that I I remember um, I think either I wanted it for Christmas or I got it for for Christmas that year but that was it that was in there in, uh, in the canteen place and I had it had yellow packaging. I do remember that anyway we we waited we waited there watched like a lot of people play or whatever. Waited there kind of for the show to start, and uh one of the lads, unfortunately, I can't remember his name, but one of the lads in the canteen, he was like, he had a he had a change your beard and whatever, but most importantly, he had a he had a Santa hat that was like a a spring like a springy Santa hat that I I just thought this was the best thing ever, and I said. Oh, I like your hat, or whatever. And that's kind of uh, important, I guess, for later on in the story, because I actually managed to add, to, get, to get that hat later, later on in the night, which is very kind of. Imp- but anyway, when the show started, we got like brought into kind of, I guess, I guess the green room. I don't remember much about the green room other than the fact that there was like a TV and uh, we, was, we were watching uh, we were watching the show with a bunch of other family well, not families because I, I, I think it was uh, one parent or whatever I was gonna take contestant but uh, child rather and uh, yeah. I think that was the ratio but anyway i remember that um i was mad into pirates of the caribbean at the time my 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 my, my um my room had a big like pirate ship kind of uh handmade kind of uh, pirate ship with, the, with a massive like pirate ship thingy going up and like uh, Sales and whatever, but you know, I'm telling you this because we were we were called to we were called to go um, get set up for our segment because it was it was it, it was I think just after a break, but the the thing before the break was the kid playing with Pirates of the Caribbean toys. I forget which which movie and it come out at that point, but. I guess that's a that's a kind of I guess clue as to as to the year around two thousand and seven or two thousand and eight. If you wanna look up when the Pirates of the Caribbean movies came out you can probably see a rough a rough timeline of when I was on the two show but anyway, point is um we're we're going bringing the bike down through like where where all the ride on vehicles where the cool thing about this is that like the toy show space is kinda of, like really big behind the scenes when you're out when you're outside of the green room like the orthy stuff I remember uh well someone least were going around on like sackways and and scooters and cool ways to get around because it's, it's essentially one big sound stage, and then part of it is the stage and the audience area, whatever. But of course, it being the the ride on or the transport um, section of the toy show, like they needed space or whatever. So, I rem- I remember um, I remember it was kind of like an icicle uh, tunnel that we were. We were going out of and there was this person kind of lining lining us up and then a moment to get me on the bike and whatever. I I can I can't remember whether whether I was stressed or whether I was making it up, but I, I remember being really nervous, but I, I, I think that that has to do with the fact that I I didn't really control my bike due to, due to, like, spasticity and stuff. And obviously, like, obviously when you're going on stage, you have to control it and stuff. So what they did was, they, they, they gave me, like, this part in, like, clown-ish kind of. It wasn't as extreme as, as the band Kiss. It was more colourful than that, but, like... Weird kind of Takeshi's castle mixed with uh, a <laughs> clown kind of whatever. When I, when I watched footage of that year back, I don't know if I actually have the, a clip of me, but when I watched the actual footage of that year back, like the, the clown stage hands were. were really creepy and I always, I, I remember being really creeped out by it too because the, when when we were actually doing the thing obviously they they couldn't talk because Pat Kenny was being introducing. oh this is Alan on the, on the, what was my bike called, was it a Lecky or a Chucky or maybe, maybe Lecky is the name of a wheelchair brand I don't know, but it was it was a red bike, and, and your man was more or less this creepy clown fellow was more or less kind of just pushing me along or whatever, because I I couldn't kind of control the control the bike. But uh, anyway, I left I left out a, a segment, um, because in all my excitement I forgot to uh, I forgot to do this little segment. But anyway. Um, before I went on we're just gonna rewind here a little bit before I went on this is why I should really write podcast notes because I'm just trying to kind of pluck these from the memory but before I went on um, one of the like the women at the or the stagehands whatever another clown dressed person just like a general backstage person was like, oh yeah, we got a surprise for for you um, when you get off the stage. Like, I'll, I'll meet you uh, around in, like, I, I don't know what the place was called, but I, I'm going to call it the toy dock. It was essentially the place where where I was look, I was looking at the animal and, and watching the McFly boys play with the car earlier, and I'm pretty sure... You know where this is going, but anyway, um, yeah, went out with the with the cowboy, like helping me maneuver the bike. It was all in all a few seconds, but like being on the toy show with all this, like it's uh, I guess pretty cool. It used to be my (laughs) even when I went into secondary school, the first time it was like. You know, you do the, those kind of icebreaker games, and it's like, oh, okay, what's an interesting fact about you? My my fact used to be that I was on the toy show because I'm sure, like, a lot of people are on the toy show every, every year, but, like, I know it's still kind of cool because it's the, it's the most watched TV show in Ireland, and I, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure that I was there first in a wheelchair on it but anyway uh i go out and uh, these twins in like um there used to be like these motorized cars uh i forget like they were kind of battery operated like a car things they sit in um again i just remember them being on the bottom shelf of the transport thing in smith's near that near the video game smith's being Obviously a toy store, for those of you who don't know, but uh, I just remember that being there. But anyway, I uh, did my segment, did my little bit, the uh, job Stage. Pat Kenny kind of introduced all selling while I was still cycling. A lot of, a lot of the, the lads nowadays tend to, tend to stop for a chunk, but in that segment they try to get through as many people as possible, so always find it funny when people stop for a chat because there really isn't that much time unless it's already planned because in some cases that's where some of the surprises can happen in the show because in, in uh, certain years like um, people can get surprised by by celebrities and stuff I think the most famous one was Ed in, in the video game section you've probably seen that but uh yeah, anyway, I'm getting off track here, uh, no pun intended, but anyway, finished, finished the segment, cycled into like the, the toy talk where they, where I was playing with the Elmo earlier that had already, that had already been on the show, I'd seen it on, on the show and whatnot anyway, got off the bike and when I got back into the green room or around wherever, I can't remember where, Words given to me, but I was given the Elmo, the pickle me Elmo, which I still have because even though I don't like sesame street anymore, obviously you you kind of keep keep those memories. Actually, I I, I still like sesame street, but but kind of in a more of a behind the scenes kind of puppetry way because I think puppetry is kind of fascinating, but. Uh, anyway, that's uh, that's another episode in itself. But um, yeah, that, that tickled me. It was kind of a, a piece of history for me. But anyway, that was kind of cool. Um, the one funny thing about it is, remember I was telling you earlier about the about the kids doing, oh, there's one for everyone in the audience. There's one for everyone in the audience. Uh, my brother and sister were watching at home. And they thought that there would be one for everybody in the audience because my mom was, they, or at least they thought my mom was in, in the audience. My mom wasn't in the audience, she was backstage with me. So, I don't know if every kid gets to, gets to keep a toy or whatever, but I, I gotta keep the, gotta keep the, uh, gotta keep the me meal. But, uh, if you're on the toy show, um, Again, it might have changed since I was there uh, over a decade ago, but like when, when I was on the tour, at least you don't get the there's one fair room in the audience, whatever, because uh, obviously you're not in the you're not in the audience, and your your parents are not in the audience. Well, I don't know, but anyway, uh, when when um, I was going home, the lad, the ginger bearded guy from the from the canteen with the squiggly Santa uh, he was like oh do, to my mom what well, do you want to help uh, bringing the bike out to the car and then we we obviously we brought the bike out to the car and then and then he gave me that squiggly Santa hat which I don't know if I, th- I think I still have it because I, uh, I wore it for multiple and um, crisps and stuff because again that's kind of something that you, don't that you kind of don't wanna want want lose those memories of. That. So from from the toy show, I got pickle meal in like a squiggly springy Santa like a uh, it's kind of like a coil uh, and and the bubble is on uh, is on the coil it's, it was quite interesting but anyway um. But anyway, uh, the funny thing about it actually was that when people asked, oh, do you get anything? Do you get anything? We were at some kind of, I guess, family event or something uh, pretty soon after, after the show And somebody asked, no, did you get to keep the bike? And it, 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 was, it was my own bike, so I thought that was, that was quite cool. Or quite funny rather but anyway that is my experience on the on the toy show uh, there is a few things that i want to mention before wrapping up good luck to everybody in the toy show this year i know that it's kind of covid based this year so it's gonna be a little bit different it's at this point in the podcast that i'd like to tell you about my next tv project It's a project called Gamer Mode, and it's exactly what it sounds like, it's all about video games. It starts this weekend, Saturday and Sunday mornings, for 8 episodes at I believe half 11, and yeah, I'm going to be on a segment called Streamers Corner in an episode talking about... Obviously, my disability and gaming and streaming, etc. So, if that sounds interesting to you, again, gamer mode, anority, two Saturday and Sunday weekends at about half eleven. Um, yeah, if you're interested, tune in. But without further ado, back to the regularly scheduled podcast. That will do it for this episode, episode four of the podcast. Or episode three, the podcast, sorry, episode four is next week. And and on next week's show, you can find a disability talk with myself and a few friends that we did at a virtual in-game Minecraft convention called CubeCon, where we talk about all things accessibility. Well, if that's something that interests you, stick around. Till next week, I've been Alan, you can find me on Twitter. At the disabled game and on Instagram and Facebook at Alan's Accessible Adventures. Thank you so much for watching, and I will see you guys next week. Bye.